Drunks and Dunks. Drunks and Dunks. Double teamed again. Looking. Finds Porzingis. Corner three. Bang! Another back door. And Holiday throws it down. To fight through the screen. Oh, on the slam. Jennings inside the lead. Backs it in. Rose on a pull up. Jumpers up. It's good. Rattles home. Bedlam here at Madison Square Garden. Welcome to Drunks and Dunks. I'm Tyler. And I'm Georgia. And we are a New York Knicks podcast. Under the influence. And we're back. It's been a long time. Let's just tell you, if you've never heard us before, which no one has, so that's fine. <laughs> we are a loyal listenership of like two people. Yeah, how are you guys doing? We're back. We didn't forget about this. So uh, what what is this about? What are we doing here? So basically, you know, the name says it all, wraps it up, drunks because we like drinking and dunks because we like basketball, but because, uh-huh. you know... We need more to talk about than just, you know, can't just be rambling alcoholics. We have a special theme drink, which we usually tie it into what we're going to be talking about. So we'll get to that segment soon. And of course, we talk about our beloved Knickerbockers. That's right. And we just started the 2016-2017 season. Um, and so the drink for today, which is like wait, 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 wait. Georgia said, we'll get into that to later. I'm not going <laughs> to give it away right now. Just calm down. Everybody calm down. <laughs> um, let, let's that, that that's pretty much it. She Georgia said it. That's, okay, no, that, that's all we do. That's all we do. But we, we are talk about the basketball and drinking. You know, and you know, I guess because we're drugs that you should give us a little slack for being a little late for our first podcast. But uh, you know, yeah, why, I mean, so we, you know, but why the hiatus? Like, why why is it taking our long it so long to get us to actually do our inaugural podcast? Because well, our Knicks have it. been really exciting, but our Knicks have been excited. But think about it. Of all the work you have to put into to get a podcast going, and the fact that we're pretty much drunk all the time makes makes this almost an impossibility. Okay, but so, here we yeah. are. We're doing it. It's really not that hard, you know. We haven't even started drinking yet, so uh, we'll <laughs> see how it goes. We'll see all how right, it goes. cool. So, uh, you know, similar to last year, we toasted off our inaugural podcast with a champagne and. We, I actually bought this bottle when we, frankly, signed Di- De- Derek Rose. I Who, thought, who's that? I've I never know, heard of right? him. This, who's this that random guy? guy we got on the off season, and oh my I, God. you know, and that's when I thought, you know, Drunks and Dunks was going to do a summer podcast to talk about this Derek Rose. We were hyped. You know, we were so acquisition. Hyped. We were excited. Of course, I go out and buy a very expensive sparkling rosé. But you know what? That means we can drink it tonight, right? Absolutely. No no time like the present. That's right. what I always say. Let me come over and we can do our inaugural uh, Drunks and Dunks Season 2 toast to this beautiful uh, rosé. I'll post the picture on our SoundCloud blog because I am horrible mm-hmm. and I will butcher the French name, but it should be good. Wait, I'm coming over. Ready? Rose. Thanks, Seal. Um, Lean right. in, lean in. Can we go cheers to our new season? Cheers. To new season mix. To our new season mix. Uh, All right. All right, what do you think? You, you like this? It's delicious. Don't you feel so fancy? Did you fancy? hear me slurping it? <laughs> Don't slurp champagne. I, yeah, it, it was so smooth you can't even hear it. That's We're the classy thing. drunks, you know? Oh God, this is what so we do. Good. It's so good. I don't know. So, yeah sparkling rosé in honor of our new acquisition but i don't know there's so much happening but 
that so more much, later. So much. But okay, so this is again, this is our first, you know, podcast of the second season that we're also going to roll out new segments, and so yes, it's Tyler, time we for a history lesson, bitches. But okay, this is what so we're doing now, Tyler just came with the, came up with this maybe about ten seconds ago when I badgered. We need a name for our segment. You know, we're also going to have theme music for this down the line, but we're calling it. Wait for the drum roll. Dunk history. <laughs> so we basically, go. we're going to, you know, admittedly, Tyler and I are, you know, we don't know very much about, you know, the history of our beloved team. So we're going to go back Shameful. and we're going to be, you know, doing our research on this and we'll be presenting, you know, our findings every week. So what do you have for us this week? I've got a history lesson on a man named Ned Irish, who was the first owner of the Knicks. So what? let me give you the rundown. Was he Irish? Uh, probably. I mean, it seems like a good chance. He seems a real asshole, so I think, oh. I think, yeah, I think he was Irish. All Irish people aren't assholes. Well, but this is going back. He was born in 1905 Dude. in Lake George. Wait, time out. When was basketball invented? It was... Just just, just okay, stay okay. with me here. It was invented in the late 40s. Okay. Um, born in 1905. A- at age 10, he sold sodas, newspapers, and rented boats. At age ten, do we care about this? We do care about this. That because shows that you that he's he an was, entrepreneurial spirit. He was born a Knicks owner just from from the get go. I mean, look at the stuff he was doing. His mom was a nurse. Then they moved to Brooklyn, and he went to Erasmus High School, where he covered sports for three New York newspapers. What kind of he, sports? Any sports? What any, kind of sports did you have in 1905? They had football and stuff. They, he managed the school's swimming and tennis teams. He was class president. He worked in a frat, and he worked at the school cafeteria. What a fucking slacker! Oh, okay. Yeah, he, I, he, I do that all. T- I, I do that much yeah, stuff too. Yeah, I've been doing that since forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's What's the big deal? I don't understand. He attended the University of Pennsylvania. Not too shabby. He was. Oh, bit, is that that U Penn school? That's that one. Yeah. I guess that's okay. Yeah, all the smart people over there. He was a business major. He worked again for the school paper, edited the monthly magazine. He sh- sold sheet music to make money. What kind of sheet? So he was pirating? He was like first yeah. wave Napster back in the day? The guy was doing anything to make a quick buck. Okay. He was basically Napster. But he, what, what did he do with all that money here and selling papers and I told you. working in the cafeteria? He he ended up owning the Knicks. So just, oh, just so stay, st- okay. stay with me. Okay. He uh, also organized UPenn's first job placement bureau. Do I? This, this guy's this, badass. This is the kind of no, this is crucial. Really? This is crucial stuff. I don't stuff. think so. okay, Everywhere I, okay. this guy goes, All right. opportunity is created. He, uh, he then made $60 a week, first job out of college, working for the New York Telegram. Uh, he also was the New York Giants PR director. Oh, so he... Uh, I mean, this was right out of college. He was just crushing it. So, in 1933... You, what you, okay, what do you think a PR director entailed back in the day, though? There's no social uh, media. <laughs> he was, yeah, he's just, like, out in the streets yelling at people, I think, and passing out flyers and stuff. About go watch the Giants? Yeah, go watch... How do you... Where did they play? Do you think they played in Jersey? Know. Do you think they had to take ferries You're, across the river to I, get to Jersey? I'm, I'm, I got a lot, I got a long way to go here. Okay. I got to stay focused. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Here we go. 1933, he's 28 years old. He, he was trying to get into a sold out college basketball game and he couldn't get in. So he snuck in through a window and his pants ripped and he was just all frustrated. And he, and this was a quote. He said, basketball has outgrown these gyms. And that's when he decided he needed to make 
a new league and he didn't need bigger gyms and oh, all this so kind of stuff. So that's when like the light bulb so went off started. in his head. Light when he ripped his off. pants through the window. Exactly. So he goes to Madison Square Garden. He sets up a double. What was at Madison Square Garden before? Rodeos and shit like that. <laughs> Foot, I guess football. I don't know. Just other sports. They had college basketball games there once in a while, but he set up a doubleheader college basketball game, first of its kind, and it was 16,000 people attended. It was a madhouse. It was crazy. MSG said, we'll let you keep doing this. We just need $4,000 in fees. And he obviously... $4,000. Yeah. He he got that, and he made tons more. He started becoming this, like, magnanimous dude, and he was crushing it with college basketball why are you the, saying magnanimous doesn't that mean because like he was getting everybody involved and like lead, running the show basically he was setting the schedule for all these games because everybody wanted to come play in new york they already at this point in the wikipedia article they're calling it the mecca because that's just i don't know how that started whatever everyone lived in new york by that sure time. so 1946 the average attendance for these games was eighteen thousand. But this was just college basketball. This was still okay, just college. Let's get to let's get to the, the, the Knicks. Okay, the Knicks. Uh, 1946, he developed an 11-team basketball association of America. Three years later, they merged with the National Basketball League to form the NBA. So it wasn't even the ABA. This was oh. ABA was 30 years later. He, okay, al- so he also sat in. This on was that even meeting. before, like this was, yeah. but even before the NBA came about, yeah, he had Knicks, a league. The Knicks played in the very first game. The New York Knickerbockers played the Toronto Huskies November 1st, 1946. Very hey, first game. Okay. You know what? And that brings us, you know, 70-year Knicks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're in the 70s. So do year. you know why they, he, did he pick the name Knickerbockers or does that? I, I don't have okay, that Okay, so we got to do further research about that. But here, here's a couple of another cool things. The, the, according to the article, he strong-armed his way in, into becoming Knicks owner. Because he was a freak. How was he not already? If he was the one he like, said, organizing he said, all this. Yeah, he said the team was worth three point five million dollars back in, in the assets day. In, in, in like nineteen forty five million dollars. That's like that's a, a gajillion dollars money. back in the day. Yeah. So whatever, it's like a gajillion now. So yeah, he uh, he was basically bullying other owners into doing things his way because other owners wanted to have this kind of more egalitarian thing because he was getting all the money. Oh, so basketball, and, communism. And he, and he said in this cocky way, he was like, the Knicks are nothing but a tax write-off anyway. <laughs> because this guy knew what he was doing. Okay, so... So he was the owner from 46 to 74. Um, he wanted to make sure the team won. So from between the, year, uh, between the years of 1946 and 1955, we went to playoffs every year. Um, had a great years to start off. And then for the next 11 years, they sucked. So he was still there. He was still the owner during this time. That's when. Wait, he, wait. What was the time? From 1955 to 1966, they just okay. stunk. Okay. They, they absolutely okay. stunk. They only made the playoffs one year, one season. They only won 21 games. They just sucked. Okay. So then he brought in Red Holzman, the the coach who eventually won the two championships. Yeah, dude. So Bra- yeah, brought, so brought, brought, him, he brought in, him in. Brought him in 1967. 67. He brought in Red Holzman in the middle of the season. They ended up with a winning record. Next year they won a championship, and then they won again in 1973. And then he stepped 1973, down. 1973, 1983. 73. They they won. No, they they brought won him in, in at 1976. Oh no. They brought in Holzman okay, you're right, in 67. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Then they won in. Uh, the next season which was 69 and then they won again in 73 he stepped down in 74 
and that, that was, was it. it so like i okay. mean this guy was fucking huge in terms of setting the whole culture of the whole place and everything wait so you don't like i'm just curious now do you have like the quick uh how it actually got to james dolan right now or no oh no i i, I couldn't that, that's for another episode okay fuck yeah. so that was enough facts for it james, okay james dolan so, is a stain on the on the fabric of history whatever we'll we'll talk about him later and we can maybe do we'll we'll do some little homework on that but i love this guy this guy is just like an ithaca guy from fucking lake george you know and all right just like a, a hustler he's a he's a new york hustler this guy all right guys ned irish ned irish there Dr- you go. dunk history and i basically just summarize the wikipedia for you so you don't have to <laughs> You're Don't welcome. give away our sources. We spent a lot of time be- pulling together all that research. In today's world, you got to give away your sources. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so now we talked about, you know, the guy who started it out, but let's talk about our new guys. So who, what are you thinking? So I bet, you know, we're, we're ready a couple of games into the season. We're actually eight and eight, so we're a good, right. you know, thing, uh, 16 games in. And is this where you we've thought we would be? we got some new guys. we got some new guys. Yeah. Is this where you thought we'd be in, like, preseason, offseason? What did you think? I, no. So, like, I'm actually, I'm actually pleasantly surprised, and it's really kind of funny because I think I talked about this with you in terms of the Derrick Rose acquisition about how I was happy that we... Sorry. About Are you that. really? We. I opened up this bottle of champagne, and you just opened up oh, this freaking beer. Oh, I finished that already. I finished. I'm drinking this beer now. This table beer by Threes <laughs> from Brooklyn. Bougie, isn't, bougie isn't, Brooklyn didn't beer. Didn't that sound like the bougiest bro crunch thing you've ever heard? I just finished my beautiful glass of sparkling champagne rosé, and I'm drinking a beer now. Crickets. Oh wait, where's my cricket sound? Ah, I lost it. Oh, okay. Well. So anyway, um. Where was I? Okay, yeah. So with the Derrick Rose acquisition, everyone was just talking about that. We also got, you know, Joe Keem Noah. We also got some other big players like Courtney and, you know, got some more, what you know, Euros from the thing. And so yep. what made it really great is that everyone was talking about Derrick Rose. And the, I think the most important, you know, subplot of all of this is freaking Kristaps Przingis' second year. Oh, God. And, and I actually and didn't think he could. He's got MVP numbers right now. I just didn't. I was hoping, but I didn't think he could be this good. An off night is a double-double with four blocks. Yeah, I think PNT, our favorite blog, said it the most, was that, you know, a night where he didn't even look that effective, you look at his line and he's got, you know, 20 points. And you're like, oh, because I remember, you know, the, the, the Nick that always did that for me before was Zach Randolph, where I'd constantly watch him play and I was like oh the Knicks stink and whatever and you look at Zach Randolph's line it'd be like a freaking double double every night I'm like how did that happen and it's just like you know superstars just always do that and now Chris Stapps is already like that for me where I'm like oh he had a shit night oh he had 21 points (laughs) well and it's just and he's made the improvements in the areas that everybody wanted him to make the improvements in like not turning over the ball when he when he tries to iso and and do those little shake and bake dirk things He's doing those effectively this year. Even even when it looks like he's going to lose the ball, he still holds it and he, he makes a layup. But, you know, uh, as a tip-off, like, you know, a hats-off thing to this is that last year he was playing with Calderon and I can't even... Uh, Sasha Vujacek and... No, I'm talking about a point guard. And finally now, yeah. he has two very capable point guards. He yes. has Derek Rose, who is really, like... I was telling Tyler the other day, like seeing him, you know, get into the paint and make a crazy layup slashing in there. I'm like, wow, I haven't seen that in the Knicks in so long. Yes. And then the thing is, he's also throwing it out to he's setting Chris Stapps up, which is also with, you know, Brandon Jennings, the crazy wild man who, you know, is 
Yeah, we, yeah I, I don't even know how to eloquently talk about He's a loose cannon. He's a loose fucking but cannon. But at the but same time, he's getting all these assists and he's setting Kristaps up, which is why he can put up these big numbers. And because he finally has this backcourt who is going to be supporting his game instead of hindering it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you said it. You nailed it. It's uh, it's a, KP's having a field day. He's on a, a great team that's helping him develop as a player. Mellow's being mellow. Um, Mellow dad. You know, and our defense has improved dramatically since the first few games of the season. Like Despite we the fact that... Completely... Um, I know. I know what you... Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. I don't even want Rambus. You. Rambus. I know. But you can't I give I him credit. Yeah. I I, here's what I... Th- I think they just did that to placate him. But in reality, every time the camera pans over to his face, he looks like he's cross-eyed and he's confused and he's going to trip over his own shoelaces at any point. So I just don't know how involved he is. It doesn't fucking matter. All we know is that the team has actually improved their defense. We're locking down some of these teams, and like you know, we're beating teams like you know Portland. Well, Portland's whatever. So you know, we're gonna be playing OKC on Monday. That'd be kind of interesting, and we like upcoming in December we got some big matchups. So I'm kind of interested to see how we're gonna play on that. But right now, it's great. I'm glad we're having like you know we started off the season against some really tough teams, and I'm like this is unfair. Like opening night against the Cavs, like you know, things like that. So rough schedule yeah well i'm glad now that we're we're we're, we're finally gelling and we'll see what happens okay so kp second year surging because of the help with the backcourt is my you know what i was kind of really curious about in the offseason what what is your like what's something else for you in terms of what this knicks team is doing that's different from last year but that you're excited about the Euros were, are completely yes, surprising. Euro. So, like, Dude, our second unit. Yeah, our second unit was, was very inconsistent to start out. Holiday has been a fucking oh, dream. God. Like Holiday, He's an absolute like... gift from God. He, he plays perimeter defense, and he's so aggressive. And then he turns around, and he's just a stud on the perimeter with the threes. He, can, he makes those shots. Those shots look so confident, and he's so consistent. He, he's like the perfect backup for Courtney Lee. And he's even, in a lot of ways, a, a better option sometimes. So it he's a great on, guy to have. It depends on matchups. Yeah. And then, yeah, and this is what Hornacek's been able to play with is having that option. You know, having Willie, who's decided to play defense as Not well. Not Willie, Billy. Billy, my fault, my fault. Billy Herman Gomez, <laughs> for the people who, uh, you know, are not yeah. very versed, he's our, you know, KP's buddy from Spain, and That's he came right. over, and it's his first year, and he's 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 doing pretty good. He's doing really well. Doing I mean, he, he looked soft, and he looked like he kind of had the, the issues on defense, but he's really turned it up. No, um, but like this is we've had a couple of boneheaded moments, but he's a rookie. But this and is the a big luxury upside there. we yeah. didn't have before: is that yeah. we have so many different matchups, and we have different teams that you can put on the floor which yeah. is you know the obvious ones you know are of course mellow kp rose who are all dynamic scorers now yeah. and if someone's off like you know mellow is off in the first half kp is on and then kp is off in the second half and mellow is on and right you know rose is hitting those clutch sh- shots in the fourth and so that's right. but we have the same with our bench people and the people who are just like the blue chipper so like yeah courtney O'Quinn. lee is having an off night but then Justin Holiday shows up, and then you could also put in Billy. Oh, and then the Little Prince. We even talked about the Little Prince the yet. Coos, yeah. yeah. The Little Coos. Little Coos. Because like, he looks just like the Little Prince. And it's so good. And, like, you know, knock on wood, I've been 
kind of down on Lance Thomas this entire time. And well, yeah, and poor who guy's knows? Out for probably the year, the whole year. Well, we'll see. But like you know, he was solid for us problem. last year. But like you know, we have these pieces, and it's crazy. Like yeah, we haven't even crazy. you know, our backcourt is really great with Brandon Jennings and, and Derek Rose and Baker was amazing, and he doesn't oh, even yeah. get any he minutes. He hasn't. You know? get, and Randall, we're waiting to see if Randall gets a shot. And then at um, center last year, who did we have? We had. Seraphin, O'Quinn, and Rolo, Rolo. right? And yep. now we have Joakim Noah, sure. <laughs> who is crazy. Some like he he's has no some crazy slouch. nice. But then O'Quinn has really stepped he's it up. Play, he's played better this year than he did most of last year. And I then we say. have Billy, and then KP can always switch back into the center. Yeah, yeah. And Hornacek using these options, I rarely disagree with anything he's done. It looks like he's. He's uh, he's play- at first he was playing around with it. We weren't, sh- you know. Yeah, he wasn't I was kind sure. of questionable about it too. Yeah, but now that like putting in coups for all these, you know, fourth quarter minutes is a little strange. But then it starts to make sense when you see that it it pushes the tempo, um, and then you know having O'Quinn sit out a whole game and then bring him in for the next game. He looks hungry. Looks like he wants to play. Um, you know. Okay. So wait. It's, it's it, I, I trust Hornacek. I feel like I trust him as a coach. He shows some passion. He gets the technicals when when you know we get shitty calls like when Billy Billy uh, gets called for offensive interference and you know it was debatable. And no, the he's, thing he's standing up for his players. Yeah, and he's getting tech. so like yeah, Jeff Hornacek already is. Ha- I I I trust him. You're right. You said it right. I trust him. Yeah, so uh, it, it's it started off rough, and, and we we're all feeling down because we, we lost big to, like, Washington, and we just looked like we were not gelling at all, but we've completely turned that around. So I like where we are. All right, cool. So um, yeah. why don't uh, we – okay, so let's wrap it up, but let's just say, like, quick impressions of – I'll go down the Knicks roster for 2000 – you know, we should do this every year. We can go down the roster after a couple of teams and be like, okay, what do we think now that we've got a couple of games underneath okay. our belt? All right, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, Olympic dad, Melo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I really wish that was my screen name, but it's really Somebody good. on PNT has that name, and it's just the best. But I think it's, it's right, and I think he is – kind of relieved that he has two very versatile score i hate saying the same word but you know he has rose and porzingis now so yeah for him and he's he's doing what he what he wants so he gets a mismatch he gets a mismatch so frequently now that he he can do those iso plays and they're good plays yeah you know what's really funny though is that i love how when he's holding the ball and dribbling too much at the garden people start people people start booing him but then he he totally makes the shot you know and so he's not taking our shit and our flack and he's gonna play his game and more power to you absolutely and he'd like dropped 31 the other night it was awesome like it was fucking awesome so we're we're thumbs up on carmelo anthony major like this is he's gonna have a great year he's he's having a field day as well all right next on this uh roster list i have up is ron baker (laughs) Oh, is this in alphabetical order? I, yeah, yeah, it is. Baker is has been looking good, being a hype man on the bench. Yeah, you know he's, he's animated. He's got some really funny things. You're right. I forgot he. Yeah, uh, yeah he. Uh, for he, a like, no look pass, eyes. he covered his <laughs> eyes. Like he he's really good. I, you know, Brandon Jennings and uh, Derek Rose are doing really well, so he's not getting any time. But it's yeah. he, it's really great, and I hope he does. He's, he does get some minutes because he well, was a lot. He was a lot of fun to watch in the preseason. That's just, all I gotta say. He seems like he's got the the 
his head in the game. Whenever you put him in, he, he you know, he's not turning the ball over or anything like that. Yeah. So and hope, we'll see. It he's sucks a good that we're spending so much time talking about uh, Baker, but the fun. I lo- what I love about him is he was a walk-on player for w- Rich- Wichita State. Wichita and Fra- uh, Clyde Frazier hates him because he beat his school or whatever. Uh-huh. So that was funny. Okay, uh, Billy Hernan Gomez. He's great. He's turned up his defense. He's got that. You know that that sort of smooth hook shot that all those Euro players have that little pal gets all little chuck shot. But what I love though you know. is that yeah, I think he's a little more consistent um, offensive wise than uh, O'Quinn is. But yeah. he like the well, I don't know about that, but yeah, they're both so? they're both pretty consistent. So O'Quinn with that elbow jumper is like no, but he he like O'Quinn has the mid range jump shot from that one side, and mm-hmm. you know Billy does a lot. He he takes it at the top of the key. He like you know actually catches it down low and throws it in yep but uh yeah i also love the fact that he's just a huge kp fan like you whenever kp does something he's always like they're really excited about him so that's cool to have like your best friend and your best friend having a fucking monster season yeah and this good chemistry for the team Justin Holiday, we've already sung his praises. I, like I'm just, I want it. He's the first jersey I'm going to get for this team. I uh, think that I'm just I'm freaking out about him. How, great all around yeah, game. I think game. he was the biggest surprise for me because I was like, who is he? He came in with the Derek Rose trade. Derek Rose trade, so we didn't yeah. even woo him from any team, and he turned out to be amazing. Like what a freaking so steal amazing. to come. He, I'm just like, he was yeah. Just, you know, so I wait, th- who did we give up for the Rose trade again? We gave up Rolo. Calderon, Rolo, and uh, and jerry and grant oh <laughs> i think Which we win i don't we know totally won on the trade totally winning rollo is great i but, get but, it but for what we have we you know it, it doesn't really we got a i think we're getting a bigger return maybe on our on our investment although chicago has a winning record right now and you know Rolo's putting in good minutes for them but uh jerry and grant i don't think is playing at all for them so, He's playing garbage minutes. So, whatever. Uh, we got Holiday and Rose, which are two major yeah. rotation and you're players. On, like, you're right. Justin Holiday is definitely the kind of player that I always like. Oh, like just, I love this kind of player. He's so solid. And I think the only reason that we were able to get him is because he was on that Warriors, uh, 2015 Warriors championship team where he didn't no. play at all. And then he was on the Bulls last Who year was and behind, behind Butler. Buckets. Yeah. So yeah, he just didn't have a chance to shine until now. So we just got we. I, I don't know how what kind of contract we have for him, but we got we. I would like to see him play with us for years. I think he's solid. I like him too. All right, so we got uh, Brandon Jennings. <laughs> Who we oh, call BJ. BJ, the beach. He's he's a freak. He's a little freak. It, it's so funny. So I hated oh. it. Like I, I hated how I compared it to it. But it was when I was like, oh, he's our new J.R. Smith, isn't he? Yeah, of course but he I, is. But the thing is, I think he's different than J.R. Smith. He's yeah. a little like straight up batshit crazy. Like, he this is. Guy and is he gets he, delusional, but yeah. it's good delusional. Yeah. yeah. And his aggressiveness on D only happens when he's mad at himself, but it always sparks a run by the team no so he's he's a firecracker he's a catalyst but what i think brandon jennings does for our team is oh god i wish i could reference that game but the game we were down horrible maybe it was yeah i don't remember which game it was but but like go ahead he single-handedly brought us back from a a a huge deficit and he was the only one fighting being like guys we still got to do this so it's that whole like you know OKC battling the Warriors and the Warriors going up by 20 and, and being unfazed. And this is what Brandon Jennings brought to our team. And he has consistently done that. Like yesterday yeah. during when they played the they played the Hornets, we were down by what? Like 
We were down 21, 21 at one 21 at one point, and we were able to chip back at it, whereas last year's Knicks would be so demoralized that no one would be yeah. able to hit shots. But then Brandon Jennings comes up, does these crazy steals, and then is making these plays and hitting big shots. Well, yeah. I think he hit a couple of threes, but still just being like, making no, guys, plays. let's keep playing. And it's that delusional, like, hey, we well, still yeah, have a he, chance. It's amazing. Yeah, he made a he made a turnover at one end, and then as uh, Sessions, Ramon Sessions was pulling the ball up at half court, he just put full court press on him and stole the ball yeah, exactly Stuff full like court that. press i talk about full court press all the time yeah you you, you wonder why it doesn't happen more often but you know it it requires a lot of energy and and bj is able to do that because he's only given us you know 15 20 minutes a night so firecracker he's a he's he's pure energy off the bench and you i mean but six delusional man energy which is amazing delusional, i say that with so. as much love as possible yeah and he, he, it's kind of like the yin and yang there with holiday and bj like you know holiday is, is solid but bj is just unpredictable and he's gonna drive the other team crazy if, if he's if he feels like it you <laughs> And you loved it when he threw his headband off. Oh, we so know. We're try it, to find for that. one game, he he was wearing a headband like Melo, and literally two minutes into it, he takes it and like threw it at the bench. And I was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> so good." Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, uh, Kuzmin, Kuzminskis. Mindaugas Kuzminskis from Lithuania. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's, like he's playing more minutes than I think he. Maybe should, but I, I no, mean, no, I he, think this is good. So before yeah. he didn't even get any minutes, and he'd maybe get in in the third quarter. And that was it. Yeah. And, but then he uh, hit a big shot. He hit a yeah, big three. He did. For a huge win. And so since then, he's been getting some crunch time minutes, which I think is good. So one thing I think that he does, which I, I'm glad that Jeff Morisek has this patience to keep on letting him do it, yeah. is he tries to. He tries to drive into the lane and make a layup, and he misses them. Yeah. He's or he been, takes these shots he's and he aggressive. misses them. But he still keeps on doing it. He doesn't lose his confidence in doing it. And I think one day it's just going to click and he's going to start making them. I hope you're right about that. I mean, he's, yeah, he, the energy, again, is important for the bench to have, and he's got it. So yeah. I'm all thumbs up on him. And, yeah, big upside there, big upside. And there's sure. one thing. I'm always seeing him crash the boards. Like, when he's not yeah. taking the shot, yeah. he's always running in there trying to get that. And we'll see important. if this pans out, but he's a good piece off the bench. Yep, agreed. All right, Courtney Lee, starter. So solid, so solid. Got an ugly jump shot, but it goes in, and uh, but his think- defense is you know sneaky good which is why like this is what i like is we never had that guy i'm like all right now who's gonna be guarding this guy who's gonna be guarding this guy the lebrons the you know i can't even think i was gonna say kobe but kobe's not playing anymore but like Dwayne wade yeah like who? well he guarded him last year in that great hornets heat series he guarded wade and that was a fun fun series but it's one of those things where you're like, oh, there's always that defensive guy who's just going to be like on the other team's like superstar, and this yeah. is our guy. This and is it's our so guy. great to have that. Yeah, yeah. He can't guard LeBron, but he can guard most of the, most of the shooting guards in the league. Yeah. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. Courtney Lee, and he, you know, is like making those big shots every once in oh, a while yeah. from oh, the three, yeah. which is great. Yep. So all he's there for is to like make a, a three and then to guard the shit out of your best shooting guard. Yep. Nice. Uh, Endor. Oh, I forgot. We haven't even talked about no, him yet. Endor hasn't been playing much lately, but he's also pure energy off the bench. And um, he's got that little jump shot. You know, I mean, he's just a guy that needs to be developed. And he could be a part of our future roster. And It's just, you know, we're so stacked at that position. But I like him. I like him, too. Uh, I, th- I, I think my... I was actually surprised out of the preseason that one we retained him and two that he was playing so much minutes early on whereas like 
Billy and uh, Kuz weren't. And I was like, what's this all about? You know, is he, you know, yeah, people are like, he's more NBA ready. But I, th- I'm, I agree with you. I think he needs a little more development, but it's still interesting. I don't It's interesting. He's a good pickup. I mean, he's not even a pickup. We had him in the D League and he was injured last year. So he's been around the franchise for a while. So, yeah, it's just a matter of him getting an opportunity to play. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Joakim Noah. Oh, man. He's, uh, He's obviously healthy, you know, except for having the flu on Thanksgiving or around then. Um, so he did miss the last, uh, the game before last, but then he played the last game. And, you know, he's been on and off. He had like a couple of bad games to start the season, but then he had a great game against Detroit, shutting down Drummond. Remember, he also had a great game against Chicago. <laughs> yes, he did. Absolutely. Well, I forgot. You're right. I think the Drummond byline is, is, is more important. Oh, he, he crushed yeah, Drummond. He, like yeah. Drummond was had an off night and just, he's just, he's physically so huge and he can box out and he still makes those passes and, uh. I, again, I like what Hornacek and, and you know the coaches were able to do with getting him his spacing to be right because there was one game where he's you know he does that thing where he stands at the top of the key and he just holds the ball. Well, the team knows he can't shoot that ugly ass shot, so they could just lay off him and double team somebody else, and it's just kind of a wasted spot on the floor. Well, we figured out how to move better with him now, and it's working better on offense. He's been making more cuts to the basket. We've been getting him some you know some uh, some layups and stuff so yeah but you know what i like about joking without all the technical you know whatever p like spacing plays i don't know i i'm not very good at that but <laughs> he is like that gritty always talking always you know saying something on the floor and also like yeah being that kind of really like that i don't know like a kenya martin kind of I'm trying to think of someone else yeah, who's like he's, this. He's, he's just like, on fuck the, you, like, fuck the world. The, like, exactly. And this is the kind of grit you need to be yeah. constantly in the paint and, you know, blocking the shit out of people and to be like that toughness. And so Billy is seeing this. KP is seeing yes. this. And this is yes. so good for so people good. like that to take it. Because he's not yeah, KP, shitty energy, yeah. but he's like hard like i don't give a fuck energy and this is what you need to be a tough center yeah and you're seeing kp show a little edge sometimes he gets he commits a bad foul or whatever and he kind of shows a little anger you know he's getting it from somewhere and i'm curious you know if if that's if that's where it's coming from but like noah does great shit like when you know we played cleveland in cleveland it was the ring the ring ceremony and he's out there with his back to him practicing free throws. Yeah. And they he's, had, they had yeah. to tell him to leave the floor because he's just like, fuck this. Like, I, he's I like, forgot about it. That's a wonderful way of summing up Joakim Noah. That's who he is. And, and you and gotta it, love that shit. Exactly. And I'm all so, about that. Because it's, you know, yeah. it's shitty energy against everyone else. But for our team, it's great. Absolutely. All yeah. right. And so then you got there, you know, another our other center, Kyle O'Quinn, OQ. I love OQ. He's been so solid. His passes are fucking yeah, dude, amazing. He had those passes last year, but like it wasn't really working but the oh man there were some games with the bj kylo quinn chemistry that stuff is, so is great good. and he, yeah he's, his so passes are good. so so good he's he's he can fill that noah role really you know what well. though to give him some credit and i'm, I'm also ripping this off from uh, i think it was clyde or, or breen who mentioned it but he lost a lot of weight so he's a sure. little slimmer and he's more agile too. too but yeah. like yeah I, I noticed it but then when they vocalized it i'm like oh yeah that's right this is why he's he yeah. made a commitment and he's and he and he stepped up his game or a little bit to to yeah. play better and i think it's it's very obvious yeah and he's only in like the second year of that like four-year deal that we 
signed with him, and and the, he's playing really hard, and that's something you like to see. So, but but the thing is, what's really good about this is because we have Joakim O'Quinn and we have um, Billy, it's just so good to split those minutes because like yeah. you know whoever's doing well, who's doing good, and then that center position is is so important on the stretch. And I feel like you know we've had a different center in the fourth a lot of the times, and so yeah. it's not necessarily Joakim who starts. You know, so right. this is a great. We have Minutes really, yeah. We rotation. have options, yeah. We have we have options with all those guys, you know, two or three of them on the floor at a given time on a team that is going to kill us on the boards, and then we play small ball with the other guys. So yeah. we have oh, really good. And options. to top it off, off we have this other center, Marshall Plumley. Uh, yeah. I don't know about him, but I like, know. yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, skip he's over him. But he's also he's yet. on he's playing in our D League and the yeah yeah whatever I guess we skip over him. Yeah, forget it. He played for Duke. He's a Plumley whatever. Yeah, we'll what, see. He has I don't know whatever. If you we don't care. There's it's like been 18 Plumleys in the NBA. So why why do we need another one? I don't know. Okay, so P. What's after P? Porzingis. I've never heard of him. Yeah, I know. Do you so have this any, guy, any information? He's from Latvia. Apparently, he's seven three, and apparently, he can oh do god. a crossover and uh, school a. Uh, oh my god! We should sign this guy. I know, right? <laughs> okay, let's go on the next one. Uh, Derek Rose, <laughs> another guy that you know. Oh my god! I have like an emotional connection to him, and so like the whole. Why do you have an emotion? What What does that mean? That means when you know I was I was in a, a dark period and uh, on the on going to school on the West Coast, not watching basketball, disconnect from sports, smoking a lot of pot, so on and so forth. Um, and then what drew me back in was his rookie year, and then also really watching... I didn't know that. I told you this story a million times. Uh, I was at the twenty four hour laundry mat. I was drunk. Oh well, that's fine. Don't worry about it. That's what we do here. No excuses. It's fine. Um, we were at. I was at twenty four hour laundry mat. Bulls are playing the Heat. It's LeBron versus Rose, and Rose is just. He was just blowing my mind with his sheer athletic ability, and uh, and that was what got me back into it. And then the Knicks got mellow the next year. And that was when I started getting, you know, getting on on board with the Knicks. Okay, so. but then so like you know, just to to say it, because you know, Derek, I think Derek is doing a good job. I think he's oh, stepping man. up. He's doing what he needs to do. Yes. But we have to say he had a really shitty court trial thing. Yeah, before and that was that started. was a real bummer. And you it know, it was a real morale booster. But at the same time, like, what did I say during that entire litigation that was happening? I was like, okay, he was for for those who don't know. Uh, it was like a rape trial, and he got acquitted, you know. Well, no, he was not held liable. It wasn't no, a criminal trial. Liable. It was a civil trial, and he was not held liable. So, so whatever. And I was like, it's going to be, you know, put it all out on the basketball court, and you have to, you know, see. Well, it, it, the, the real detriment to the team was that he didn't practice with us um, during all that time because it was like the couple weeks before the season started. Yeah. And that could be a very good excuse for why we start had such a slow start yeah because you have um, to learn that he had to learn the system he, he wasn't but yeah i think he's so. fitting right in he's you know absolutely taking it in and what he has to do but um i don't know I the think, other thing i want to mention I, I feel like needs to be mentioned is that this is a contract year he is not signed to yeah. multiple years at the you know new york so yeah one he's playing to get his reputation back this is the first team he's played after the bulls which was like you know of course his he had an MVP season there and so had now had this horrible, you know, lawsuit against him playing for a new team, which is Basketball Mecca, MSG. Yep. And this is his contract year. So this there's a lot on, you know, 
on his shoulders right now in terms of what his career is going to be in basketball. He has a lot to prove. And, and so, yeah. I don't know, like, who knows if we would sign him to a huge multi-million dollar contract. We don't know, but I think that we haven't even seen the best of him yet. That sh- mm. His his mm. jumpers are, 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 are falling short. He's never been a great shooter, but... Um, you know he's improved with his defense. He's he blocked Kimba's shot the other yeah, night. Yeah, he he him. The, so the entire whatever Charlotte matchup is great, but I think the Derrick Rose Kimba was was really that fun was to great. Watch. He that in that game we won the first one. He he held Kimba to nothing, and then Kimba just went insane in the next game. But you know uh, Rose is you didn't I didn't know what to expect with his defense to be honest. Um, but he's uh, he's. You know he's doing what we're asking him to do, and it looks like he's more coachable than than it seemed. It looks like he's uh, willing to. Well, of course play he's more. System, he's you know? more humble now. Or he, he in well, this I don't no know in this situation he he's his situation has been humbleized, if that's a word. Humbleized. Come on, like you you have all this bad press. You're in this new city, which is a big new city. You got two big alpha dog like dogs on your team, which is Carmelo and Porzingis. And you know we the New York fans are not we are we are really really vocal if you're That's right. you know gonna be a bad attitude. You That's know? right. That's right. So he is in a situation where he has to be in this humble position. Yeah, but the best thing is he's got his you know his like best buddy with noah right True. there oh yeah you're right we and, talked about this and noah is like his number one fan and like really lifts him up when he's down on himself and that chemistry that built-in chemistry in the roster is really important yeah I think, so for like Rose. so yeah he came into this new team but he came with his bud too which That's is kind of right. like billy you know billy and kp so we got a little little friendships and then apparently i don't know if you know this but rose spent thanksgiving yeah, with, at Mello's with Mello's. yeah but so did Dwayne Wade. so whatever man well, I know, but Dwayne Wade's not on our team, so I ain't worried about that. Whatever. But uh, okay. oh, I can't wait till we play the Bulls. Oh my God! Again. Whatever, we already did. We already beat them. Let's play them again, though. <laughs> Let's play them every night. Oh, whatever. All right, and then we got these two last players. We got Lance Thomas and Sasha Vujacic. I'm gonna just lump them in together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll shed a tear for Lance. We may not see him again. You know. Uh, if, if if he if he becomes healthy again, he he'll be a tradable asset probably. Oh, that's amazing! That would be great. Sure, I mean he had such a great year last year, so I think other teams would want him. I mean he's been around a little bit, but um, he's still got some good years left, I'm sure. Plantar fasciitis isn't you know career ending, something he can come back from. But uh, we don't need him anymore. Is the thing. I mean I I don't see yeah, a need I for him. Yeah, I don't see. I don't even know whose minutes he would take i don't see it because i don't think holiday plays enough minutes you know i don't yeah i don't think holiday holiday plays enough minutes yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't know courtney lee like figure out i can't i'm like who i don't know yeah i feel like ender would take those minutes instead of uh if we need him but ender doesn't even play anymore Sure, but like if we need him, and, and it would go to Ender rather than Thomas. Yeah. I think that makes so sense. So we'll see, but we did sign him, so it is what it is. It is Lance what it Thomas. is, yeah. And then we got Vujacic, and so, yeah. I, I don't care. I mean, he's Phil's buddy or whatever, so we can't get rid of him, but he, he's he's at least he's not playing that much. And thank he's God. not making a lot of money, so it is what it is. Yeah. I think that I think Rambus only has like one word on his vocabulary, and it's Vujacic. And that's probably all he says over and over again. 
And Hornacek learned to just tune him out. So. All right. Okay. Let's wrap this up with um, what do you, where do you, what do you see for you know playoffs? Oh man. Well, we're the seventh seed right now, and the East is really tight. You've got a lot of you know surprisingly good teams. What like, like the? Uh, you think Washington and the Wizards are going to make it in? <laughs> The Wizards are going to make Sorry. the playoff. Whatever. The Washington are going to make the playoff. Oh, so, what, so what um, do you think? What do you think? One, are we going to make the playoffs? And two, how far are we going to go? Let me From pull, what you've seen now. I think we are going to make the playoffs. And it obviously <laughs> depends on who we play. Um, oh, true. It does depend on so who we play. So let's look at it now. We're, we're, the Pacers actually have the eighth seed. The Pacers don't look that strong to me. They've been getting blown out by everybody. The Pistons are struggling right now, but that's only because Reggie Jackson exactly. is out. Exactly, injuries. And that's Stan Van over there. So I think the Pistons are going to have a little winning streak here. Um, the Celtics, uh, Jay Crowder's back. They're starting to win again. The Bulls are an absolute su- surprise not to me. Not a surprise. I was the, I was not the one being like, dude, why are you not more excited about yeah. this team? The Hawks are like Always not that Dr. Good. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like yeah, they started I, I, off 9-0 and I, or like, something. Honestly, like, everyone's always exciting, like, excited yeah. about, oh, the Hawks are going to do it this year, and they always just kind of fall flat. Yeah, they're, they're, Sorry, they're hit or miss. They're hit or miss. Um, so, I mean, I, I, we're in there. We're definitely in the top eight because the rest of the teams, the Heat are just trash. The Nets are trash. Philly's trash. Washington is trash, despite what Charles Barkley says. The Magic... It's very confusing because they got Biombo and Ibaka, so a lot of block shots, but nothing else going on. The Bucks just can't seem to figure things out. So we're in there. We're absolutely in there. So we're going to make the playoffs is what yes, you think? absolutely. And I have how, no doubt. And how far depends on matchups. But if yeah. you're going to call it right now so we can look back when we're, we're at the playoffs and we could be like, hey. Sure. So as it stands right now, we're, we would play the, the Hawks um, as a 7-seed versus a 2-seed. We would win that, so we would go to the the regional finals, and uh, I could s- fuck it. Eastern Conference Finals, fuck it. Really, that's what you're saying? <laughs> fuck it, I'm saying it right oh, now. I what do you say? To, I would love to go Eastern Conference Finals. So we're playing the Cavs. How about it? Oh fuck, I would hate to play the Cavs in the Eastern there's Conference no, there's Finals. No way around it. You know what? I love this Knicks team. Um, I don't want to say the I word. But um, we've, we've we've been avoiding the I word, and so who who knows what we could what, what could happen? But I think I think it. even with our strong team, when we made the playoffs a couple of years ago, we only made it to the second round. I think it's going to be the same thing. We're going to yeah. make it. To the, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to win our first round, but we're going to lose in the second round. Fine, that's that's a good safe bet there. I don't think we need to worry about the I word. Hornacek's been good with managing minutes. Oh, minutes! You're right, managing minutes. He's been managing minutes really well. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I think Mello is leading the team in minutes. I could be wrong, but uh, not, we'll, we'll see. You know. All right, cool. Well, good stuff. Thanks for listening. That was our uh, that was our inaugural podcast. Yeah. And we'll be back soon. And I'm gonna figure out how to get this thing working so I can get my sound effects back. So, I'm so. Uh, <laughs> so this has been Drunks and Dunks. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Georgia. And we are a New York Knicks podcast. Under the influence. More to come!